this week's podcast winner was George Nagel. George submitted an awesome photo from one of his old layouts of a old locomotive running through a deep cut in between a stone wall and a rock face. It's a sweet picture, George. Thank you for submitting it. Um, you are now the proud recipient of an HO Scale Customs koozie and a new kit from railroadkits.com. Um, we will be shipping that out to you soon, so thanks for entering. And if you guys want a chance to enter a kit from railroadkits.com, this week we want you to submit your photo of your tool organizers. How are you organizing your tools? Anything on your workbench that you use to store any type of tools, paints, glues, or equipment, big or small, one or many, we want to see it. So your entry can go on our Facebook pinned post of this week's episode for episode 78, or you can email it to podcasts at hoscalecustoms.com. And just like George, he was an email entry. We do count our email entries for the contest. So if you don't want to post it on Facebook, you can send it to us and we will count them for the contest. But uh, that's it. Get yourselves a free kit and enter this contest. All right, guys, let's jump into this week's episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 78 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of HO Scale Customs. Um, this week, we have a return guest, a return, return. He's a returning guest. Um, a couple times now, Jason Jensen. So welcome on the show, Jason. Hey, thanks, guys. Um, hey, Jason. It's always awesome to get you on because I think we click with you in so many ways. We, we've had him on a bunch. I don't know how many times now. It's, it's <laughs> well, got to be five or something like that. You know? and, and there's a few. I mean, we love all of our guests. It's not. And it's, yeah. but, but there's a few people, I think, that we've had on that we had to cut short on other episodes because there's just so many ideas that we start flowing with. So oh, yeah, this yeah. is a this is a perfect one. But um, I think well, we... Well, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's always fun to talk with you because, you know... There, we, we get kit manufacturers on here, and that's great. We love having them on, and, and some mm-hmm. of them are awesome modelers as well. However, that's not what you do. You know, you're a modeler like yeah. we are. Yeah. You know? And, and yep. we, we get you on, or we get Frank Varga on, or, or we get uh, Dave Kruzwick and, and Ken Anderson. We get these guys on that are all modelers. Right. And, that's all we're talking about, man, and, and that's great. That's, yeah. that's, that's the like, essence of this. We're just talking shop. Yeah, so, hanging um, out with the boys. Yeah. You know? And what better <laughs> to hang out with Jason Jensen? Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah, man, I mean, that, so, this is hanging out with the boy time. It is. Um, so, Jason, real quick, as usual, you know our show, we ask our patrons, um, which are members of the show, really. It's like our... It's like our um, our third host. Do you want to call them like the patrons are like the third host of the show. Uh, they um, they have a few questions for you this week. We changed up our patron format, so it's one question. They get what one the hell did you just say? They're like the third <laughs> members of the show, the third host of the show. Oh, okay, I guess. All right, that's new. That well, they sense. are. They're like the third wing of the show, the patrons. <laughs> okay. All right. Are they not? Are you two make me laugh laugh all the time. (laughs) Well, I've only known, he's only known me for 30 years, so we butt heads right now. But, anyways. Yeah, I can ground you still. I can still ground you, you know. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I guess you can. Oh, boy. Anyways, well, we have have some quite, we have a few questions from our patrons this week. Um, We cut them down to one week this week because, or one question per person this week because, we had an hour and 20 minutes worth of questions last time, but it was just us. So that was okay. But, um, we're going to jump into them. And as usual, 
anyone that's listening if you guys want to become a patron you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash ho scale customs um join in on the fun or ho scale customs.com forward slash support but anyways enough of that let's jump over to our questions really fast and these are yeah, some, the these are some good ones so um first one is from dave Cruzwick. he was asking or he's first he's saying that <laughs> what no now, go ahead now what did i do nothing i'm just laughing man Jeez, louise now <laughs> i'm gonna get a complex just thinking about what i did wrong now <laughs> all right <laughs> Dave, I was waiting for the laugh from my dad. Anyways, Dave was asking, uh, he's always amazed by your ability to pick, Jason's ability to pick colors for mixing. And he's saying, he's asking you, do you have, do you keep a record of successful blends of colors or is more of a, um, a skill that you just have that it just comes to you? Like you just know that those colors are going to work again. So do you have like a log of colors? I, I don't. I really don't. And I try to constantly come up with new colors. I don't want all of my structures to be, you know, the same combination of colors. So I'm constantly, I'll go to the art store and just randomly pick out new colors to try. I have so many different uh, paints. I mean, they're all craft paints. So they're under a dollar a piece. But uh, my color background comes from me being a freelance artist Mm -hmm. and for the last 25 years i have colored comic books um in the comic book industry so um i i've worked with color for years um so it's kind of something that just has become a second like a second nature to you yeah yep cool this is you get the eye i think I think a lot of artists like Jason, um, I, I, I'm a, I'm one, I can mix paints just from looking at them and, and just get, I'm pretty lucky at mixing the right parts amounts to reach the colors I want. Um, some people can just do that. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a talent that they can do. Some people need a swatch. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm not talking for Jason, of course, but, um, you know, yeah, people, People, some people, you know, somebody does that for a living, like Jason does. He's gonna, he's gonna hit the colors he needs the way he wants it, right? You know. And I think that I want my stuff to look unique. I just want it to look different. So I try to avoid using colors straight out of the bottle. I like to mix, right? You know, instead of just like raw sienna, mix a little burnt sienna with it, just to change it up, you know. The yeah, um, right. the the one thing I've tried that was a soda by the way it was not a beer tonight. Um, yeah, I'm serious. Right. It was just a Coke. I'm just drinking a Coke. I yeah. promise you. Oh, but anyway, I just cut out soda. Oh, I want one. Oh, well, <laughs> I got soda out too. It's been helping. This is a rare so, thing for me. Man. I don't really. Uh, I don't drink much soda, but I had two cans in the fridge, so we gotta. I gotta get rid of these these two Coke cans, but um. I started losing weight right away when I cut that soda out. Me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, hey, back, well, back to modeling. Back to modeling. That's for our. That's going to be for the next topic for our new health podcast. By the way, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anyways, Jason. Uh, okay. The uh, 
yeah, that's next week. Next week's healthy living with HO Scale Customs and Jason Jensen's trains. Um, this is the next question is from um, Mind Mount Models, which uh, is also Ron Kleiss. He yeah. was kind of along the same lines of colors. Um, he noticed that a lot of artists. Um, he wrote a long description with it. A lot of artists and a lot of modelers tend to get stuck in there. Um, like a like a rut with their color schemes and their color sure. patterns. Um, Ron basically was saying he knows he notices that you have your unique style and and we you know um, I just blanked for a second. George Celios has his when even when you look at his stuff he has his own unique color styles and we I know my dad and I do too. We tend to float towards I tend to float towards more earth tones and more uh washed down colors and my dad does a whole different style so ron was asking is there any other ideas or tips you can have to kind of break out of that and stand out from what you're doing kind of to uh break out of your own style to say that's a great question because as an artist people for years have asked me well how do i find my own style and the best answer I can give to anybody is the more that you do and the more that you experiment, you will naturally find your own style. Right. It's just like just anything you do. Constantly doing it over and over and trying new techniques. It's inevitable. You'll just, your own style will just come out. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that entirely. I I think it's just like um just like anything you do enough of um if you if you're a writer or if you're um you know, a commercial artist like you or anything you're doing uh if you're yeah. if you're a, a gardener whatever it is uh yeah yep. at first you start to learn from experts or you learn from your peers that you look up to and you you kind uh-huh. of em, you emulate them and then yep. as you go though you start to th- it might even be on like you're not thinking um, to do it on a. You're not actively thinking to change your own style. It's more of a passive thing. It just kind of starts to flow. So. Yep. It just evolves the more you do. Yeah. It, it becomes natural. So. Yep. Um, yep. I that was a good. That was a very cool uh, question to hit. And it. Yes, it was. It's something I think we've all done. If you look back at your own work, everyone. If you look back at everyone's work as you evolve, um, even your own you start to see how you went on this journey of beginning to change and experiment with things. Yeah. It's like if someone was learning to play the guitar, there's, um, there's chords that you have to learn that everyone starting out has to learn those. And then the more you play it and the more you experiment and find out about the instrument, the more of yourself goes into it naturally mm-hmm. right uh, it's just inevitable yeah and, and i don't think it's i don't think it's a real good idea as a as a modeler to to try and emulate somebody because what i you know years well, ago when i first got into this i think it's good well, for modelers in the beginning to do it right right and i get that because i did that and then you know my my idol was, course was always george Celios and his work and you know we talked about that and 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 um several other modelers from the 80s and and uh early 90s when i was doing some modeling be- you know right before you came along 
And um, and then when I got back into it again, I kind of floated back to them again. And, but as I progress, um, I got to thinking, I was like, you know, I, I might like to think that my stuff's going to look like George's stuff, but it don't. It don't look anything close <laughs> to his stuff. He has his own style, man. It's his own thing. And I, as, I, I, yeah. I can try and copy well, it. And, I was, and as, our, tell. as our layout becomes, it's starting to become alive now. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look like anyone else's because it's not anyone else's, yeah. and, and that's right. the key. Yeah, so, and I yeah. like I like if I love Jason's stuff. You know? I don't want. I, I don't want to look I like Jason's though. No offense, Jason. Yeah. No, but if I tried, there's a lot of modelers out there that'll say, you know what? I want to be able to do like Jason does. No, you want to be able to. You want to be able to have the talent and work and build up to that talent to be able to build models similar. To what he does, but you don't want to copy what he does, and you're not going to be able to because Jason's <laughs> got his own style. It's his way. He's going to teach you some yep. techniques. He's going to show you some new things. But yep. all, bottom line is, even when you do those, te- those techniques, yes, they'll turn out good. But like Jason was saying just a couple minutes ago, it's going to be your own style because you're using those techniques and. It's- you're learning to apply them in different ways that you've used with other techniques that you've developed. It's, and and yeah. it's just like a, it's just like a fingerprint is right. everyone has them and they all look different, which yeah, is the key to yeah. modeling. Entirely agree with that. So in real quick, I want to add, this is the reason why I tore down my layout because when I started, I was copying John Olson, Malcolm Furlow, uh, uh, Dave Perry, right? Like I was trying to copy what those guys were doing. And in doing so, I found my own style. I found out my favorite way to model, what I love modeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it, it took that. And I'm sure someday I will build another layout, but it'll be in my style now. I won't be trying to... It probably, if it's five years down the road, I mean, I don't know when it'll be, but you know, three years down the road, you decide I'm going to do another layout. Well, chances are (laughs) your style by then will be way different than what your style is now. Sure. You won't notice, you won't notice it gradually over time. But when you look at a snapshot of today to three years from now, it'll still be different. Yeah. So, and in the back of your head, you're going to say, okay, as you're building it, you're going to be going, you know what? I, I'm gonna build it. I'm gonna build it the way I want the damn thing. Yeah, you know this is the way I'm gonna build it. Now, now you're not gonna be thinking I want to build like Malcolm Furlow. Okay, you're gonna be feeling. Yeah. You're gonna be thinking I'm right. gonna build it like Jason Jensen with Jason Jensen's yeah. models right. and his style. Yeah. And it's gonna take on a, a whole different meaning in Worldport. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's. I think that's a good. A good. Um, statement that's a good made be- there. Yeah. All right, now, next, yeah. cool. next question. We're going to move on. Okay. Dan Pugach, what is missing from the hobby that you wish existed? This could be a tool, kit, detail, part, interactive element, anything. Um, hmm. Who's this from, Dan? Dan. Okay. More kit manufacturers. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, yeah. I think more. It'd be cool to see. I, and they're getting there. Um, there's some new ones, yeah. on, new kids it's on the block. Growing. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I think new kit manufacturers would be good. I want to see, um, I want to see more, uh, w- especially with the 
kind of falling away of the Jordan miniatures after he passed away. Um, the Jordan Howie miniatures. I would like to see more realistic, small detailed, uh, almost craftsman style. They're plastic, but the craftsman style vehicles and, and not just for our era, every era. Yeah. So I think at a reasonable price. Well, okay. Well, okay. But Jordan miniatures, (laughs) I'm serious, but Jordan, but Jordan, like the Jordan miniatures used to be a reasonable price, but now you can't, now that they're done, they're hiked up to $30 a pop, but that's not, but that's not the retailer's fault. That's people on eBay. Okay. But if we get more companies making these things, well, yeah. Okay. And they're more readily available. The price is going to lower. Now here's the thing on that. You know, here's what I don't get. And I brought this up before, and I, I'm going to have to do it again since she said that. You know, I love those Jordan miniatures. They're awesome. And there's there's a, some of those other vehicle companies that make the already-made cars. That I love them as well. Um, there's uh, Micro Metals or yeah, Mini Metal. There's a few metal. of them, yeah. Yeah, and I like that. Classic because Metal Works. Classic yeah. Metal Works. They're nice because yeah. all you have to do is weather them up a little bit, and they're done. And yeah. um, I love that. Now, here's the thing I don't get. I go to the store uh, where they sell toys for my granddaughters, and I'll go through, and then there's these Matchbox cars, and I see them in there. Now, obviously, they look gaudy on a layout. In my opinion, Matchbox cars. And they're the wrong scale. Right, and they're the wrong scale for each show. However, some people like to put them on. That's their their thing, and I have no problem with that. That's their layout. Okay, here's the thing. Those cars, because they're the wrong scale, and all the tires are exactly... The same on every tire on every vehicle okay yeah. but they're die cast they're still very very detailed and yep. they're they're also very well done and they cost a buck and a half you know <laughs> or two bucks they're a buck and a half same, two bucks and they're nice it probably takes the same amount of material to make those as it does an ho scale uh, yeah. yeah yeah so make some yeah. cars and, and actually cool. i would bet I would bet that the Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars are made better than the yeah. than the hot, than the yeah. ones that are just labeled as hot, yeah, well, we kids, we the ones stand on the them one, and everything, you know? The ones that are just they're just labeled as a hobby car and then they yeah. crank the price up three times. Yeah, and, they, and yeah. you could probably break them in your palm of your I will hand, say, you know? what's the name of that one company? You guys keep talking, I'm going to find them. Okay. But um yeah, I mean, the 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 Jordan managers is somebody Please, somebody rich out there, please buy Jordan Miniatures molds or whatever, however that's possible. Make the price, whatever. Pay for it. Let's get these things back into production and um, you know, and, and, and sell them. Okay, I understand it. when they went out. things were They were cheaper when they were making them. Uh, I get that. So the price is going to have to inflate a little bit. It's been some time. But you should still be able to get a decent vehicle for like five bucks you know yeah. um, um there's i'm looking right now i'm trying to find them um there's a company that did uh resin cast cars mm-hmm. i have a pickup truck from them um and they were i i want to say smoky mountain or something like that yeah they, they were on ebay they were six bucks a piece yeah um okay and they that's, were that's reasonable, they were extremely detailed yeah. Uh, now, yeah, I mean they're not, they're still not two ninety nine like a Hot Wheels, you're but gonna, and you got to paint them. But yeah, yeah, that's what I want. I want a Craftsman right, right. style right. Um, car kit or vehicle kits. But I'll find yeah. them. I think I forget. And there's all these guys out there making three D. I've seen a lot of three D printer 
type things, people making vehicles that way. And, and that's fine and all, but don't, when you make them and then I see them for sale and they're going for like $15, well, hell, for that price, I'll just go out and buy the classic metals. They're already painted, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the single most over overly priced items in detailing in this hobby is vehicles and it's one of the reasons why you see so very few vehicles on people's layouts because even people that that have money to do them they're, they're putting their money in everything else they don't have money more left over for vehicles you know <laughs> it, it's, it's a shame yes uh, but wow we went on a tangent yeah didn't we yeah you right know. Do we have another question? <laughs> My dad didn't even do his question. What question? Well, I mean, oh. his answer, but that you, you took up enough time with that answer, so you're good. Yeah, yeah. That's right. good. <laughs> I, my answer is your answer, because I agree right. with you. Next, next thing. But but I think there's more vehicles that need to... We need more vehicles. Better better selection. <laughs> and better selection of kit... Man, well, not a better selection of kit manufacturers. There are a ton of kit manufacturers just out more, there. More. But yeah. more. And actually, I think more with a more variety. Um, I think the Northeastern style buildings, like the Celios-ish-esque style buildings, they're well covered in the kit game right now. I think we need, mm-hmm. to, we need to start seeing some, like we were talking with Jake and Dave the other... Um, yeah, the other week. The, How about some southern ones? They're, well, they're going to start doing. They're starting buildings. to do south. They're going to start doing some like southwestern style buildings. Yeah, but what um, about southeast? I mean, you know, there's they have buildings in in the southeast that are way different. And, yeah, but so yeah, that's that's a good one there. Um, all right, Jake Johnson. Speaking of Jake Johnson, um, <laughs> he'd like to hear more about signs and making signs. So Jason, you obviously do a bunch of different signs on your buildings. I'm wild about signs for mine. Um, Jake says there's many aspects to making them. It would be great to have you share some ideas on signage. I get asked this question so many times and it's, uh, it's difficult because I make all of my signs using Photoshop Mm-hmm. on an Apple computer. <laughs> That's what I do. And yeah. And, and to explain, to, it takes a long time. It takes a long time just to learn the program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an easy thing. It's not an overnight. Not, you just don't go out and buy Photoshop or any other program, install it in your computer. And then all of a sudden you can make signs. Um, it takes time and experience. Um, I wish I had a better answer. I think um, but. so. I I think with Photoshop because I've done it with uh, yeah. You guys work in that industry, so I mean, I work with Photoshop I'm, I'm and il- il- I work with Photoshop and Illustrator um, daily, every yeah. day. I'm in there. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's just uh, I don't know because I make custom signs for my buildings too, Jason, and it's it, it's something where. Once you begin to make graphics, whether for its commercial art or graphic design, you have a feel for you, what you know will work with whatever style and theme you're doing, and you know how to use the program. So it kind of just starts to yeah. flow. Now, like you said, it takes some time, yeah. but knowing how to use the right font type, like the right font faces, and um, it, matching fonts with styles and eras, it's it, it, you know you need to know what you're doing with that at least. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And even down to um, the font that you use, um, it may look great (coughs) 
on your screen. Right. But it may be too skinny when you go and when you shrink it down and print it out. Right. So you have to kind of know how it scales. Um, there's well, a lot to it. And the one thing I think is the most important, if anyone's going to begin to do this, is to make sure, at least for me, I've run into this problem, is when you create signage, custom printed signage, um, you need to do it at a higher resolution, like 300 PPI. Yeah. Um, cause if you try to print images, even if you're just finding images on Pinterest and they're yep. like a low res, like 72 pixels per inch, when you yep. print them down to that small scale that you're not going to be able to read the words, they're going to be grainy. Yep. Um, it's just going to look like a blob, like a blur. So yeah, that's what happens exactly. to all my little stuff. Well, it, there you go. It's <laughs> yeah. you, when you're, when yep. you're doing it, you need to set up your artboards or make sure you're printing them at a high resolution because even, I mean, right. most laser printers or most inkjet printers can print that fine resolution. You just have to make sure you're setting it up correctly. Right. Yep. So that's mine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it, and then really it comes down to picking the right colors and the right styles for your era too. So I know like what my dad and I are doing, 1930s and 40s, you'd have a lot of um, like you're still having signs that are from older buildings. So you have a lot of ones that would have been painted on. So you need to have a lot of black. We, we do a lot of black with white font um, or like greens with white fonts. You did that green sign dad the other day, mm-hmm. um, but things that are just bold and on the sides of buildings, you, you don't necessarily need to go super fine detail because it is, it's on, it's, you're, talk, you're talking about that base side. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about, that, yeah, that one, that one turned out good. Yeah, I got good. that idea, I got that idea from the actual building itself but, from the, in the kit, but yeah. But but what I'm, what I'm getting at is you don't need to add a ton of detail. Sometimes yeah. simple is better for large wall signs. Yep. So. Yep. Little weathering yeah. sometimes helps and. Well, that, yeah, that always, sometimes, but, and sometimes, Jason, I don't know if you've done this, I know I have. Sometimes you can find some cool brushes with Photoshop that would add like rust or like uh, dirt yes. to the print, and then <laughs> yes. you then when yep. you're printing it, it's already weathered a little bit. That's right. You've done yep. that. I've done that. I've rusted. I've pre-rusted yeah. signs yeah. in the computer, and I I add a little bit to it after I print it out. You know, with yeah. acrylic paint or pastel chalk, but. But well, yeah, if, it, well, you get a, if you get rust on there at first, it really helps. Well, and it saves you from dulling uh, down the uh, sign with like, you know, if, if you're going to put water or a wash on something, it saves you from worrying yeah. about ruining an inkjet sign. Yep. So yeah. I didn't know you guys could do that. There are special brushes that they have. In, yeah, in you can download Photoshop. like, you can download like textures of brushes, like brush sets for yeah. Photoshop and add like rust oh, or, wow. or tears or holes and stuff yep. with brushes yeah oh that's so cool <laughs> yeah oh what yeah. the hell i gotta learn this I or like go- there's like dirt <laughs> there's ones that look like dirt um there's ones that are just kind of oh yeah there's a million different i gotta signs. sell my car i gotta sell my car and buy a copy for my computer no you can get it for i think you can get photoshop here's a tip for everyone now no, it's well you can now. get you can get photoshop creative cloud just photoshop Creative Cloud for nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, and no, I'm not saying for you. You have oh, me because okay. I can make them on Photoshop. But okay. um, sure. for anyone out there that is looking to learn, it's only ten bucks a month, and now it is a cost. But um, if if that's all you need, you can get it. I don't have any advice for any other programs because 
that's all I know. But if you have a PC, you're on a laptop. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how you can use I don't GIMP. Know how you would make sign. Um, okay. GIMP is a program. It's free actually. So if you're on a PC, um, you can download GIMP on Windows, which is a it's Photoshop open source version. Um, yeah. So it's a little is good. Yeah, I mean it's good. It, you have to. I think in, in, learn my, it. in my experience, what's that? You have to learn it. Yeah, you have, it's just like anything, you need to learn it. But I think in, in my experience with GIMP is you need to t- you need to learn how to make it work like Photoshop, but you can make it work like Photoshop. Um, it, but it, it's like any open source program; it's a little wonky at first until you get it set up the way you want it. So, but there's there's alternatives. Jason, have you yeah. ever used Corel Draw? Um, no, I have not. I oh, think okay. I think I, I might be I might be rubbing the cat the wrong direction here with this one, but uh, I think any more today, Adobe products are the way to go for anything like yeah. that. I I don't know. Yeah. I, from from my just from me working in the graphics world anymore for my real yep. job, I think Adobe's the way to go. But yeah. It's just me. Anyways. Well, I probably... all I do is put a little building together, and I need a couple signs. <laughs> well, so some, it, I have you... a graphic program I use. <laughs> or you Get email this, me. This is my graphic. You guys are going to laugh at my graphic <laughs> program, man. It's my graphic program. Years ago, I bought this thing from a company called Laughing Bird, and uh, oh, Laughing yeah. Bird makes this thing called Logo Creator. And I bought it at like Staples in their in their software section for nine ninety nine or a little disc, whatever. Is Laughing Bird and like I, your Sculpey? Yeah, I don't know, it's like Parrot, whatever they have on their logo. <laughs> but anyways, it's called Logo Creator, and it comes with all these different, you know, logo objects and things like that you can put on, and and then you can, you know, there's fonts and all different ways you can change the fonts. So I make all my signs on there. And I still have the program. I just keep putting it onto my computer, or whatever, yeah, you know, right, whatever right. operating system I have. And um, it's 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 very, it's it's not it's not like what you guys have in any shape or form. But it does the job for me. Yeah, and you I also manipulate it and work with it. And you're I can also good. At, you're also good at texting me um, to make a sign. So, well, I've done that too. Yeah, but but, but um, now I have a question for you too, both yeah, of you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, since we're on the sign thing, and you guys mentioned fonts, where do yeah. you guys go to get your fonts? For me, I use the font dot com. But is there I, places you guys go? You know, do you mind if I go first, Jason? Yeah, go ahead. Go I ahead. use two sites. Um, I use Google Fonts, and I use a, a site called Font Squirrel. Um, I, and I just use Google Google Fonts. I never even heard of Google Fonts. Google, I didn't know they had. There's Google like fonts. thousands of. Google has everything. There's don't like they? thousands of free yeah, and well, Google Fonts for me is is a go-to because I use them for the web, all my web development. But um, Google Fonts and Font Squirrel are both where I go because I know that they're free commercial use, yeah. Um, yeah. and I don't need to worry about licensing for okay. commercial use, and that's for my daytime job. Okay. But I just go. I'm just used to going there. Too. There's there's tens of thousands of fonts between those two sites. Okay. Now here's something you have to, you have to think back when George Selios was building his layout, there was no computer and fonts. (laughs) He (laughs) would paint, he would paint a square or a rectangle, a black rectangle maybe, and use white rub on letters. Mm -hmm. And, and, 
he would make his own signs. So, I know. Wow. It's um, amazing. You don't, yeah, I mean, really, you don't have to have a computer. You do not. There's other, yeah, there's the, other, other things thing, you could do. The other thing, I, I know he did a lot of things from magazine clippings. Yeah. I have, so I've yep. heard. I don't know. But, yeah. All right. Let's wrap up these questions and get into our main topic here. So we have okay. two more. Um, Lynn but they're good questions. They're, 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 yeah. they're building. No, I'm not. Top. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep moving. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next one is from Lynn McCurdy. He just wants to revisit your connection with the Greeley Railroad Model Railroad Museum. <laughs> um. <laughs> it always comes up you, with that stuff again. It? It, it it always does, <laughs> and uh, you know, years ago, I volunteered at at the museum when it was first being built, and uh, I did everything from scenery work, like plaster work, painting. I did some sky painting. Um, I made trees, uh, whatever I could do, I did. I even made, I believe, two structures um, on the layout. Um, I, I don't know. I belonged, I guess, to answer the question, I belonged to a railroad club at the time, the uh, Northern Model Railroad, the uh, Colorado Northern Model Railroad Club. And... Uh, I was a member and some of the people in that club were volunteering at the museum and they invited me to come over and see what they were doing. And then one day everyone from the museum came over to my house and <laughs> saw my layout and they're like, man, you, we have to get you working at the museum. So I said, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, very cool. Um, which was awesome because at the time then it led to uh, me meeting people that were building layouts in their basement that wanted to hire me to help them. Right. So really that just, it just kind of snowballed. Um, cool. Cool. So, yeah. Anyways. Yep. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to see it. Yeah. I heard so much about it, but I mean, Oh, well, it's in Colorado. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to make a trip out there. Yep. Yeah. Just Jason's like, going to so. put us up, man. Jason will put us up and <laughs> we'll, we'll buy the beer. Jason's you know coming. I mean? He's coming east, so we got to make a western <laughs> trip. So. Yeah, sure. That's well, true. Well, the, the, I guess the guy that started that project, his name is uh, Dave Trussell. And um, he's the one that he came over to my house, saw my work, and, you know, asked me if I would be, like to be a part of it. And man, what a great guy! That guy is just incredible. He he really is. Yeah, huh. such a generous man. Yeah, very, that's so cool. Very cool. All right, next next and last one is from Silverado Northern. He's asking all three of us: Have any of us tried working with pan pastels? I have not. No. Me neither. <laughs> so I, I'm well, not. Quick. I'm, you're not. Getting, sorry, <laughs> Silverado so Northern. You're not going to get it much uh, wisdom from any three I, of us on that. I know that. I buy the cheapest pastels yep. that I can find, and the key is they have to say soft pastels. Yeah, yes. they do. They yes. absolutely do. 
and, and they work they work amazing i've yes. i've used them for years and i'll continue to that's use them. exactly what Don't we do we get the, the mistake I did. we get the seven or eight dollar big tray of pastel chalk soft pastels and yep. uh they last me forever and then two years or every two years or so i'll make the venture back out and buy another set that'll last me two more years and that's all i do yeah, yeah. company company out there called generals and i bought their stuff i bought this one time this is a about two years ago i bought this they're called multi pastels compressed chalk and it's by it's generals is the company and it has like all different shades of browns and, and well guess what they're too damn hard and then the chalk just rolls off it doesn't stain anything um so yeah. i'm with jason i just buy the cheap pastels and yeah sure you're gonna end up with a couple purples and um you know some shades pinks and things like that you're never gonna probably use but um you know you just you know cast them aside and Hey, and who knows? Maybe sometime you will need it for something. I don't know. The inside of a shark's mouth or something. I don't know. And um, <laughs> yep. But <laughs> but it's um yeah, soft pastels for sure. Jason hit it. Hit it right I don't I don't want to get off on a rant about this, but it's the same with the colored pencils. If you just buy inexpensive colored pencils, you can weather with those. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not knocking any well, of the, the companies out there that are putting putting out um, weathering products. Um, they're great. If you want to go that route, they work yeah. perfect. They do. Mm-hmm. But if you're on a tight budget, man, there's so much more out there that. And, and we've talked about we've talked about the uh, AK products many many times. Uh, yeah. So have you. We, we love them. Okay. Um, yep. And I know the, the, the pencils are out there. I know there's some guys out there to have them, and they swear by these things, and they're nice. And I thought about getting them myself, you know. Um, however, I do have – I've had good luck with the – Jason said colored pencils. Let's reiterate there. Um, yes. Make, and make that watercolor pencil. Watercolor. Yes. Watercolor cool pencils. Them, the cool thing about them is you don't, you don't have to apply them first by drawing on with it with directly dry you can do it that way but i've also been having a lot of luck just dipping the tip of the pencil into a little (laughs) thing of water and and, um and and just and just using the tip after i dip the tip into the water (laughs) use it directly onto my oh uh, what's the matter i'm just laughing at you say (laughs) dipping the tip over and over again Uh, you said it like four times in 30 seconds (laughs) sorry about that it's my child it's my my 16 year old brain is just going Funny Jason mentions it. Funny Jason brought up the pencil things because I was working with them tonight a little bit, and um, I got sick. I bought them at the. Um, I didn't get sick, by the way. Um, I bought them <laughs> at the craft store, and uh, I bought them at like Michaels. One at Michaels, one set at Michaels, and one set at at uh, at the another yeah, craft AC store. Moore. Right, and and I had two different sets. Um, so I got a multitude of different colors and everything else and mm-hmm. i bought them some time ago a month or so ago and i did a little special on them well i kept putting them back into this metal tins that they come in well what a pain in the butt that is because <laughs> <laughs> yes. i would put them all nice yes. and neat back in there and you know and then and then next thing you know you got like eight of them on your desk you know on top of your workbench and then they're scattered all the place and at the end of the night you're picking them up and putting them back into the tins and i was like <laughs> 
right before the show, I took every one of them damn pencils and I put them in. I have an old pencil cup from uh, one, like an office pencil cup. It's a big round, big round one. And I took all uh-huh. the pencils and I from both sets and I just dumped them in there, uh, you know, yep. point up, so that way I yeah. can see them, yep. pick them, and stick them right back in. Sure. You sure. Know? I was trying to keep them all nice and neat. There's little metal tins. Now I'm, I, said, I said, "This is what happens to model railroad people, Jason." I took the tins right, and I took the tins and sat them over on the shelf. I should probably just throw the damn things in the trash because what are you gonna fit in there? They're they're pretty thin. They're right. nothing but no, I put them on a shelf thinking there's something later on down the road that I can do with that. That's tin. right. Don't throw <laughs> anything away. <laughs> we need like a TV show, like Model Railroad Hoarders. And I know, I know maybe two years from now, I'm going to dig them back out going, what the hell did I save these for, you know? <laughs> right? I throw them yeah. away anyways. Yeah, somehow so, down uh, here in my basement, I have eight Soresto flea collar tins that mom brought down. <laughs> I have three or four of those myself. I don't know what the hell I'm ever going to use them all for. Yeah, they're great flea collars, by the way. We use them as well. And they come in a metal tin. Hey, like real a, quick. Like candies. Real quick, yeah. before we move on, I found the resin kit company for the model, for the vehicles I was talking about. Oh, cool. And I wanted to hit it before I moved on and lost this. I'm gonna, I jumped in, okay. sorry. Um, no. it, it is called uh, the Railroad Connection. TheRailroadConnection.com. They have hundreds okay. of 187 scale resin HO scale vehicles for all eras. It's not just our era. Wow. All of them. And they also do World War stuff. And like they're, they do, they do them by country, like French. There's French vehicles on there and there's like some war. 187th scale, like military vehicles, 187th scale, everything. Um, call again? TheRailroadConnection.com. Uh, they have is that Jordan? Hang on. No, it's a different thing. It's the country Jordan, anyways. But they got mail trucks. They got pickup trucks, buses, cars, Buick. They have them by brand: Buick, GMC, cool. Ford, flatbed, whatever. Wow. You, you name it. There is. I just wrote it down. Hundreds of things on there. Uh, there's like farm equipment. You name it, and they're all resin. So, um, yeah. and they they cool. range and they range from four to eight bucks depending on the complexity and size. So well, that's wonderful. Okay. I just wanted to shoot that out there before I forgot about it. You're gonna put that link up on the show notes? Yes. Okay, cool. Alright, anyways, moving on. One more that, question or no, that is it for our questions. So thank oh, you guys. Okay, I got All a right. question. It's for Jason because we're gonna get right into things. <laughs> One okay. he's got his um you recently did. We've had a lot of our cus- uh, customers. Uh, customers. <laughs> we've had a lot of our listeners out there. Uh, I thought it was at work, you know. So um, a lot of our listeners think uh, uh, we're talking about um, plastic kits, how to paint them and weather them, and, and and you know make them look like they're not plastic. And uh, we were reluctant to do that because we are wood people, and um, uh, we we. We, we're going to do it because I have some plastic kits here and eventually I'm going to get to doing something like that. But you did it. You know, you just recently took a plastic kit and you showed everybody how to do it. You made videos on your YouTube channel and then you a- added a wood part to the top, which we absolutely loved. And it was all scratch built. Uh, you know, can you go in a little detail on all that for us and how much fun you had with it and what what you did? Sure, sure. Um I've I've had so many people ask me to do a video or show how to work with plastic. 
So uh, I actually went to Walther's um, in their catalog and actually purchased two plastic kits. Now, I haven't done the second one yet, but uh, the first one was a stone structure. And my original plan was just to paint it and make it look as cool as I thought I could and put it together. And, (laughs) you know, just loving to build wood structures, you know, halfway through, I'm like, I have to put a wood structure on top of this. (laughs) So that's sort of how that, that came about. Um, but yeah, so I have a whole video on, uh, how I painted that structure and put it together. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. And you guys got to go check that out. Um, we'll put another link up. Yep, that we'll be a link. Um, and, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's a, it's a whole tutorial thing. It shows them, it shows you how to paint it and build it and, and make, and get the now results. My second, the second structure that I bought is actually a, a wood structure. It's plastic. It's a plastic kit, but it's a wood freight house. Okay. And so, um, I don't know when, but in the near future, I am going to show how to make that plastic look like it's actually real wood. Oh, wow. That'd be awesome. So, now, what? You- and then, like, put shingles on the roof. Like, try to really make it look like a craftsman kit. Right. It's really only a, you know, a $15 plastic kit. And, and you know so, what? With injection molded plastic, you can bring all kinds of detail out. Why not be able to paint it up the way, yeah. it, you know, the way it deserves to be painted and add some natural materials like you did? Yes. I mean, when you put that wood part of the top part on that and you scratch built that, um, that was that was awesome because what you're doing is showing, you know, the the difference between a wood and a plastic and how you could make it blend together and make it work, which I thought was, you know, awesome how that was done. Well, well, thanks. And for those listeners that have not seen the video, um, next to the structure attached to it, I made a little shed with a smokestack that's coming out of it. And the structure is made out of a popcorn box and the smokestack is just a wooden dowel. And, um, So I completely scratch built that out of this material that I had. Oh, that's so cool. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brett. No, I I just said I loved, I loved, uh, I love seeing the progress shots of it already. So I'm excited to see how this turns out. I did not know that it was uh, just a uh, popcorn box. I, I must have missed that. So that, that makes it even better. Yeah, I mean, I use, like, cereal boxes, uh, granola bar boxes, um, anything that my kids eat, you know. I just grab the box. <laughs> and, uh, so because the cardboard is, is like, it's a, it's a good thickness. Right. It's not too thin and it's not too thick. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah it's, so. it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome way um, to buy chipboard. It's chipboard. And yeah. if you go out and you buy chip, we go to, you know, Blick Art Supply, and you buy chipboard, which is what I did. I bought a stack of it. It's not. It's uh-huh. it's expensive, for yeah. it's expensive for chipboard, and all, you know, yeah. and you have it in your own home. You know, most of yeah. us do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
but um yep. oh, that's that's so cool and that's that that's the one that you're building now with the Foscale models is that correct uh, well no that that was uh, on the, the the plastic one that you were oh, the first talking one. Okay, about okay okay gotcha gotcha yeah yeah okay so, now now you have uh, the other one we're going to go there now you have the Foscale sure. model uh that yes. you're doing and you have a couple is it two is it two Foscale kits it it's two yes okay and what's two yeah, of those? So it is. It is the. Um, I want to say I belong to the kit of the month club from yes. Foscale. Right. What a great. And I what believe a great cool I'm used, thing. You know. Oh. Oh. I. Yeah. I completely love it and encourage anyone to to mm-hmm. join that club. That's a six month club or a full year, and you get it's, one kit delivered to your house every month. It's truly unique because I had not seen it done before, and uh, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a really cool program. You're going to get a neat, a neat kit. Uh, there's something You're going to get a month. unique structure once yeah. a month, right? Yeah, and that's it. And so once I, that's done, you're not getting it. it it's not put out there again. That's right. right. That's yeah. the right. thing. That's the thing he's doing well with is like one offs. No, no, no. Yeah, one offs because it's like. Uh, I, you look, you see it, and you're like, "Ooh, I'm I'm never gonna get that building, yeah, ever again yeah. if yeah. I don't get that kit right now, or if I don't yeah. sign up." So that that he's playing to the, he's playing very well to the appeal of the you're missing out, you're missing yeah. out. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Because there's a couple <laughs> that we've already talked to them on the show. Where I practically begged them to reproduce <laughs> that I'd like to get my hands on, and that's not gonna happen. Hey, that's you know? so that's the name um, of the game. Right, exactly, yep. and now, now one of the um, now, so the the two Fosco kits, and then you're going to do, you're going to connect the two somehow with a with yeah, your well, own I'm special. Using, I'm using the the May kit from the club. Okay, I believe it's the May. Yeah, it's the May kit, and then I'm using another section from Pendleton Marine. Okay. And I've mentioned it a few times in my videos, Pendleton Marine is a great kit because that kit can be cut into, I don't know, four or five sections for scratch building. Yeah, because it looks like it looks like four or five different oh. walls all together. <laughs> That's right. You and I yeah. talked about this about uh, yes. you know, when it first came out. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, man, you buy that and then you can cut it up and add it to the kit of the month, you know? So, so yeah, so I'm combining those two. And then in the center, I'm making a structure that's like the second story that connects the two. And the um, structure is made out of, again, a popcorn box, but then I'm covering it in corrugated metal. Oh, nice. Corrugated paper. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Is it the stuff that I rave about with Kenny? Yes. It <laughs> yeah. is. Yes. That is the greatest, yep. that is the greatest corrugated stuff I've ever had. Yep. I agree. Yep. Well, I'm excited to see the yeah, progress of that for I, sure. Like that's, I am, I'm loving, um, I'm getting more and more into scratch building and, you know, starting with, your basic idea and making it out of a cereal box or popcorn box. And then, you know, if, if you brace the inside of it, just like you would a normal kit, then you can 
cover that with corrugated paper, um, the other cool thing, siding, would, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, the to. siding would be well, not even the clapboard setting. Um, the other thing that would be cool to do is shingle the walls. And you've seen, right. I've seen yeah, many yeah. of old, many of old structures that have large shingle walls. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. So there's something else you can do with it, and you don't need to. You know, you can. It doesn't matter what's behind the shingles as long as it's structurally sound enough to hold the shingle on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you and could, you could do plank by plank uh, sided wall, which would be awesome. Wood wall, yep. It's just, uh, you know a plank wall, which would be awesome. Yeah. What do they call that when they plank the wall? Plank. I don't know. Plank wall. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> board, board by board. Board by board. Board by yeah. board. That's it. You can go board yeah. by board on that, and and put it right onto the onto the uh, the actual cardboard, which would be awesome. Right. Yeah. You know, holds its form. Yep. And, yeah, and you can make that as you know as as boogered up as you want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, you can um, buy windows from a bunch of different companies, right? Um, so. Yeah, I actually am into the windows that are. Where did I get those windows from? I'm trying to find the package here real quick. Um, they're laser cut windows. They are awesome. Dang it. You guys keep talking. I'm going to find the package real quick. Okay. okay. I would okay. love to know because uh, I prefer laser cut windows over plastic windows. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. But now, now that's um, now that structure you're making is going to be a what? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm then it's going on top of a pier. Okay. So there'll be a pier under it. Right. And so basically it's going to be another waterfront structure. Oh, okay. And eventually I've been building a lot of waterfront structures <laughs> lately. And All right, I'm back. Eventually I'm hoping to build a the, giant diorama that is waterfront. all that's all waterfront. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. And you, you could probably work that in with the, uh, you built the one uh, that's a Casey's workshop, the big waterfront thing. What was that called? The wharf. The wharf. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You could work the wharf in with that and make a monstrous. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I found the uh, I found the laser, the windows I was talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, for scratch building, these things are awesome. Not that Titchy windows aren't good, um, but there he's got hundreds and hundreds of windows at. The, we met him at Timonium, the rail scale mm-hmm. models. Dot com. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. rail dash scale dash models dot com. Right. There are okay. hundreds of laser cut windows on there. Doors, windows, overhead doors, you name it. He's got right. a boatload of stuff on there. Um so I picked up a, ho- a couple packs of um laser cut windows that I'm it's actually Steven Steven Millie? Yes. Yes. Okay, you got it. Rail dash scale. Yep, I'll put the link cool. on the the show notes as well. But his, okay. there is a, a monstrous amount of, of laser cut windows, and they're all adhesive backed. You can order them adhesive backed or non adhesive backed. But um, why get why? Yeah, he, get, and he's got some really nice kits too. By yes, the way. he's got kits you as go well. To check it out. I, I have his barn. There's one tobacco barn. It looks really cool. I haven't built it yet, but um, you know, it'll fit real well in the city. So um, yeah, that, that's that's so cool. Now when you're um. Um, when you're when you're building a kit, Jason, 
and or 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 a structure like this. Well, uh-huh. do you ever? Are you like me? Sometimes I get like halfway through the build and I still had no clue what business I'm going to make it. <laughs> or you know, uh, I don't even have a name for the damn thing yet. I'm just like I'm, I'm already starting to construction with it, and I haven't even really given thought as to what what I know well, the as, color scheme and. <laughs> as you can see on Facebook, on my Facebook page, um, a lot of times I'll start with a drawing. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll draw it out, and my problem is. I draw it out and I start to build it and halfway through the building of it, I know in my mind what it's going to look like. So I almost start to get bored because <laughs> 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 like, I know what the finished product is going to look like in my right. head. And I, and I drew the picture. Right. So, um, but you know, I, I mean, I get it done and then move on to the next one and right. no kidding right now. I probably have, three drawings of other buildings that are already drawn and colored. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if I'll ever get to them, but like <laughs> while I'm working on a building, I'm already thinking about the next building. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I get so excited and so passionate about <laughs> building these structures <laughs> that, uh, it really is. It's like hard for me to sleep at night. Oh yeah. So now I, I, I've, I've done that. I've got to the point where I don't, I've never had a hard time sleeping at night, but, um, I have, um, cause if I knew if I, if I couldn't sleep and I came to my workbench, I knew that Jason would still be up and I could be working and we could, call, we could <laughs> contact each other in the middle of the yep. night and work and, and talk about this stuff. But that's right. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the buildings that I, that I've been building sometimes I, I don't have an actual name for it or a type of business with it until I get to that point where I want to start slapping signs on and mm-hmm. I'm just like building away. And, uh, I have, I built one, uh, scratch boat structure, uh, that I was working on. I still don't have a name for it. I don't know what the hell it is. It's a, it has a crane on it and everything else. It goes out on the pier. It doesn't even have a business name. I don't even not sure what the hell it's going to do. It's just a crane. Yeah. On a yep. But, um, it's, um, uh, you know, so I, I get that way. I, I just want to build, and then I forget about. Each, sure. And, I, and sometimes coming up with a name for a business is not easy. You know. Yeah. Well, especially water. Oh, a, a waterfront structure like there's only there's only so many you can do that would be yeah. on the waterfront. Right. Yeah, Bait I mean, and tackle shop, a seafood shop, like what? You know how many yeah. <laughs> how many ideas yeah, are like there? A, Harbor Masters uh, office or something like that, and and uh, yeah, this uh, a sale shop or a boat shop, that type of thing. Um, there's a, there's a, always a, a sale uh, where they actually make the sales, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, but you you um, do you quickly run out of uh, seaside yeah, type buildings. Yeah. Well, don't take long. There's probably some Google site you can come up with all kinds of yeah. seaside businesses. Probably well, sure. some kind of list, but um, yep. I'm too lazy to look for it. So, <laughs> uh, so one of the other topics Jason and I talked on the phone last night, and one of the other topics we wanted to get into tonight was um, uh, we both agreed on this. It was a great idea, and that is the information that's out there. Jason put a post up on his Facebook um, about you know how 
there's been so much more. He noticed there's been so much more sharing uh, from people on uh, online and in, in social media and out there. People are starting to share the models they're building, uh, putting more out there on, uh, you know, as far as in the groups uh, that are out there, Facebook groups, Instagram. It's starting to explode. And it really I'm is. loving it. And it is. Like, really, in the last two years, there has been such a growth on social media. Uh, it's great. I love it. More and more people are sharing and not just sharing, but not just sharing photos, but explaining how they did it, what they used. See, that's um, the best. It's great. And people asking questions. Oh, how did you do this? And then yeah. they reply and, uh, it's really exploding. It's great. I love it. And I learned it really helps, I, it helps the industry grow. Yeah. It really does. Um, the more attention that we can bring to the hobby, the faster it's going to grow and the more people are going to jump on and more people are going to start doing kit manufacturing and, and all other products. Uh, right. It's just, it's good for everybody. The information era of model railroading is exploding. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it's awesome to see the number of people who are now becoming confident enough to share their work too. I I think I think even in the last 2 or 3 years since we've been doing this, it uh, not the podcast, we've only been doing it a little over almost 2 years now, but um uh the just sharing on Facebook uh, 2 yeah. or 3 years ago yeah. didn't seem like it was quite as <laughs> big, you know. Yeah. So it, it yep. I've been and people were I've f- only, more fear. Go ahead. I've only had my Facebook page, Jason Jensen Trains, for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. That's it. And mm-hmm. when I first started it, it was not like it is today. Right. And, right. Uh, and I encourage people to start their own page. If they can make a video, start a YouTube channel, share your ideas and techniques. Right. I agree. Um, I mean, that's uh, so important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we had a YouTube yep. channel for quite some time. We didn't really and do we didn't, much. We didn't do yeah. much with it. And then in January, we started doing more. Um, yeah. And in, in the six-month time we've been on YouTube, a lot more than we were in the past, we picked up 500 subscribers in like less than six months. So yeah. uh, no. it, 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 it I, doesn't take long, but it's there. Sure. And I appreciate every single person that yeah. follows me or likes my stuff or, or comments on it. I really do appreciate sure. it. I, I though, um, I try to encourage people. I'm more worried about liking other people's work and yeah. encouraging other people than trying to gain followers that's, myself. That's how I, I find it as a, um, it's, it's, almost, a, it's, it's almost, so important. Well, it's almost an, an honor to yeah. When like someone likes your page or follows you, it's like yeah. It I feel honored now because now I've hopefully yeah. given that person something that they can use on their own. And right. um, I know your videos are a little more. Um, you take people through the whole like journey of your build, especially your re- your recent ones are pretty long. Um, and uh-huh. you have you have some shorter ones as well. But I think the 
the cool thing is somewhere along the line, someone, someone, someone meshed with what you were saying and it was like, yeah, I like that. And they subscribed. That is such a huge, like now, now I feel like there's a duty to give that guy more information. I want to give him more. That's right. Yeah. So it's now you feel like obligated to continue to help people. But it's fun. I mean, it's, it's a fun thing. And 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 then, yep. And, and, you know, you, you do, you do, and we do the same thing. I mean, we, we had the podcast, of course, and we do our yep. Facebook and Instagram and all that, have the YouTube channel. But you do, the, like Brett was saying, the YouTube channel and putting up the photos and, and you're, you're, telling, you're telling in your photos how you did this, how you painted this, you know, what, you know that kind of thing. And you do it on your, on your, on your videos as well. So they're tutorials. Yeah. And, and I love being able to – there's so many awesome modelers out there. Um, that I've seen, and and they're, they're you know they're, we we know a lot of the names, and we're not going to go through all that, but you know a lot of times some of these guys put them up there, and then they don't explain how they build it, you know, or or <laughs> yeah. something special that they sure. did on. Well, you know, I do and, think and I'm it's not a, saying that they should have to. It's a, I'm it's also every now and then. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. just gonna say it does sure. take a it does take there's there some people aren't storytellers they're, or they're not right, right. you know it, I get that. It, it, yeah, they might have a really that. good piece of art, or they've done a really good piece of work, but they don't they don't know how to relay that, and it's not them. It's just this not they're not uh, writers. You're right, but you sure. know if you have a certain tip or trick that you just that you have and you haven't seen anybody talking about it or doing it, show it to us. You know, put it up yeah. there, share it for all of us. If you if you're like Jason was saying, people are out there making up their own pages and such right now. That's great. Put your page out there, but then. You know, in the process of putting your page out there and showing off your work, um, you know, if you can throw throw a little something in there saying this is how I did it and this is what I did and this is the product yeah. that I use because you know people you, you may not be able to explain it like Brett was saying, but you may be able to so, there may be something on there like a chain link fence or something that you put together or built it was part of the kit or whoever and you you could share who made it or so other. People could yeah. actually go out and say, "Hey, I want to. I'd like to have that on there." And um, yep. you know, but it's so it's so cool to see the ex- like Jason was saying the explosion. And Brett was, saying, I guess, I don't know which yeah. one of you guys said explosion, but um, of all these modelers coming out, don't be afraid, no matter what your level is, to show your work mm-hmm. to the rest yeah, of the definitely. modeling community. Um, you know, don't. Here's a th- here's a hint when you do it. One hint I'm giving you right now is show it and share it because nobody's going to bash it. If they well, bash it, they make themselves look bad. I've they seen may it. Bash I've it. seen it happen. Uh, yeah, it's they you know, you know what the, the best thing to see on any of these forums and 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 uh, Facebook groups is, and I'm sure all three of us have seen this, um, is someone every now and then you'll get some. Uh, I'm just going to say you'll get some asshole that puts a negative you know you know whoever it is joe i'm not no if there's anyone listening named joe i'm not talking about you i'm just saying joe (laughs) joe's a generic name sorry joe's joe's of the world you have the most generic name so joe puts a thing up about his work and then uh, sorry if anyone named alan is out there alan comes along and bashes joe well what's awesome about these groups is 
all these people in the group will come out and bash Alan now because he bashed Joe. And then yeah. they weed yeah. these people out of the groups. It's fun to see right. the guys that are a-holes in there get attacked. I love it. And, and the drama ends almost <laughs> as quick it's as it immediate. starts. It's immediate because, right. yeah. because you're – anyone, anyone, anyone that shares your – Jason and us – are in a very public setting with all of our work. So it, it, it takes right. a lot to get to that point. But anyone that shares anything they do work-wise for their modeling or on their layout, it takes a lot to have the courage to share your photos because you, you're you putting yourself out there for that Alan right. to come along and bash you. So, right. uh, <laughs> but, well, uh, Once you get that confidence, it'll help your confidence in the well, modeling and, itself. And Jason, yeah. Jason, I'll let him chime in too, but... It also, um, we've seen a lot of people, even a lot of our listeners, start, at, you know, not so great. And a year and a half later now, they're starting to make some really kick-ass stuff because they're asking questions and they're getting better and they're learning. And that's the best right. part. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And well, like Brett said, I, I am honored that someone would even look at my Facebook page or right. or watch my video because honestly, even if nobody clicked like, I would still do it because it's my passion. It's right. what I do. Right. Right. I would still be putting it out there. I'm not after numbers. <laughs> right. I, I just want to share what I know. Yeah, it's the, not a popularity the, contest. Jason and I have talked yeah. to Jason and Brett and I have all discussed this uh, off the air many times on the phone and, and things like that. And that is, you know, we, what we do. Yes. Yes. We like having patrons. Yes. We have likes on there and it, it does feel good. We even said that tonight. Okay. But you know what? <laughs> but it, it, I'm not sitting there looking to get, I don't have 50,000 or a hundred, followers or two K yeah. 2 million or whatever it is. And, and I don't care, you know, yeah. because well, this community's, it's not I, about that. It's, I, it's I not a popularity kind. I think it's cool that we all, you and I, or you and us, all perform with in a niche of a niche. Yeah. And the, we're, we're, well, let's just be frank. Neither of our pages are probably ever going to get millions of follow, like no. millions of followers, because it's yeah. just such a no. small group of people. But what's really cool about yeah. our audiences. Uh, and for everyone that's listening to this podcast or who's ever, wa who's ever watched Jason's videos or anyone, um, it, you're getting smaller numbers, but you know that those people, because it's a, such a small number, are way more um, uh, interactive with you. And you know they're not right. just – it's not – you're not appealing to mass. So it's, right. it's, it's very cool yeah. and it's creating a very tight – and you see – I've seen it. You've seen it, Jason. My dad's seen it. It's creating a very tight-knit – community online of modelers yeah. yeah i'm meeting a lot of That's new right. friends out of it well um, shoot look yeah. we're, we're we're all we're all uh talking about you know think ways we're going to meet up at other things yeah. and and right. we're, yeah. we're planning meetups together from people all over the country um and right. it's just it's awesome how else would you have would we have ever gotten to that point without um Oh, just exactly. being out there so exactly we yeah. go to the expo we meet these people and then we all hang out together afterwards at different places and we meet up again later and this is all super sweet and yeah. and you know like i said it's not here's the thing putting your photos out there and your work out there it's not about and if it's even if it's awesome or if it stinks or whatever you think it is it probably doesn't stink it's brett was talking about that we talked about this a little bit before <laughs> the show it, it's it 
you know, I'll let Brad explain it, but, but, um, you know, it's not, we, I put stuff up there when I put up, there's things sometimes I put up there and I think I'm going to put it up there because that's what we do. It's our part of our podcast and our, our, our thing. And Jason does too. We're, we're obligated at this point now where we got to put out stuff and we got to, st- we got to share it. Okay. And there's times where I'll put it up and going, I'm not really happy with that. What how that looks. <laughs> it really looks like a piece of garbage to me, you know? And, and then, yeah. And I'm not proud of it, you know, or I'm not, well, not, not that I'm not proud of it. I, I, I'm usually like most of my work, but there's something about it. I'm thinking, wow, it doesn't look all that great. And then I, I put it out there and a lot of people love it. And they say, this is great and everything else, you know. And, and, and uh, you know, so just because you think it might not look good, other people were probably going to, you're probably wrong. It probably looks pretty good. Yeah. You know? Everyone is their own worst critic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, because you only yep, see yep. the things you don't like, right? That's you know, right. you you, yep. you begin to you begin to become blind to the work that's good, and you're like, oh my god, that corner of that thing is just bothering me, and, and I can't right. stop looking at that corner of that thing, and uh, <laughs> you, you know, I'm looking. At, Everybody's going to see that. I know. We're all going to see a point. As we're talking about this, I'm looking at my Columbo bread build, and I'm looking at a corner of this building that just drives me up a wall. I hate it, <laughs> but. To t- to fix it, I'd have to tear half the wall, half the bit- build apart because it's in the center. And I'm like, well, no one else is going to see it except me and whatever. And and we all have those. Everyone has that. Um, but I do like the. I so we've talked about everyone sharing, and everyone is beginning to share a lot more. Um, we we even see more. We're trying to encourage more sharing, and we're giving. We actually give kits to people now that share, Jason. I'm sure you've heard on our show. Yeah, we're, that's awesome. We're giving away free kits to people just to share pictures of things that they're working on. Uh, we want people to share more because it it helps everybody. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but don't do it. Yep. Don't do it to be popular. We also see the okay. people. So yeah. I was going to transition into that. We get the people that oh, okay. post. We get a lot of people that like <laughs> they <laughs> they. It's like the popularity contest, people, and and <laughs> uh, it happens. There's they're out there. We have those, and we also yeah. have the. Uh, the uh my favorite type of people are the the lone wolves of modeling and you we were talking about this before we started there's always that guy or that person that gets on one of these groups out of nowhere no no one's ever seen this person before and they got the little leaf beside their name that says like new member on a group and they'll just post something that's like who the hell did this? Like, this is the greatest thing yeah. I've ever seen. Where'd you come from? And they, you know, they're, they, it's like their first time ever posting in a group and they just blow everyone out of the water with what they've, and they've worked on. they've probably been modeling for years and years, you yeah, know? Right. They've been, they probably have a whole layout full of stuff. It blows all of our stuff off the map. I like calling them know? the lone and wolves. There they are. Yeah. 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 And, and, and they're, yeah. they're, my dad said earlier, the, the, the guys that don't write much of a description, it's the same people that are the lone wolves. They don't, yeah. they're not like, they're not like sharing it all. They just pop up with this amazing build and then they disappear yeah. again. Like, what? Yeah. Guy, where did that guy go? Again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, I was saying about the popularity contest thing, and it, it, it's not, it's not about that. It's, it's it, you know, if you want to, if you want to get to know people in this, in, in this in this hobby and 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 hang out and learn things from each other share with each other you know don't just put your picture up and go oh look at my thingy you know yeah i'm sure it's great it all looks great we love seeing that stuff too but then I say you know put a little something to it jump in get interactive with people talk to them have fun 
you know, and, and share. And then if, if you learn something from somebody else and you want to share it, give them the credit for it. You know, say, I learned this from Doug Fiscali because we've done it on our show. Jason's done it on his show, uh, yep. on his videos and on, on, on some of the things he's written. And, and you know, if, if we've learned it from if we learned a skill from somebody else, give that person the credit for that skill. You know, because, um, you know, that's now they may have learned it from somebody else, too. But this, you know, yeah. give credit to where you picked it up from. So that's sure. a nice thing. And it, it helps our community build. And there's so many people out there that could, you know, that could we could all become friends. And and, and not not that I need Internet friends. I don't need Internet friends. OK, <laughs> I'm not, not that I'm not. It's not like that. You know, so I, I can hear you people out there now going, oh, yeah, well, I don't need Internet friends. No, you know what? Screw that. This is a small, like, Brett said, let's say this is a small niche, right? It's a niche. And it's a yeah. niche within a niche. Well, there's only so many of us fine-scale modelers out there. So, you know, for, uh, we're friends with Jason. We've met him. You know, we know how, you know, we, we talk on the phone and things like that. It's not about, I don't need Jason as my friend to be a friend. Jason's a modeling <laughs> friend who's a friend. You know, would I, yeah. you know, would I hang out with Jason if he lived in Pennsylvania? Damn right. Okay, but you know it, it's it, it's just it, you know it's not about that. It's and that's not what I mean. What I'm saying is build the community so that way we all learn and grow together with our hobby. You know. Yes. Right. So, yeah. You're exactly right. Look at the big picture. Yeah. Of growing the industry. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, we beat the hell out of that. One. I know that was. A- yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's 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 uh it's something we've kind of talked about before on the show, but we haven't really dove into it that much. And and it's also something that I'll go back to the age old statement that we hear at every single show or everything we go to that that the hobby's dying, and it's I, I just don't see it when I'm on these groups. No. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't see it. And 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 in order to keep it from dying like their worst fear is we need more people, all of our listeners. We need Jason, you know, Jason's viewers. We need all these people to just interact. You know, it's the, the way that the hobby has shifted to sharing information online and people are creating YouTube channels and not just within our niche, but within the model railroading, like the running of the operations of trains and um, just YouTube channels on locomotives are damn we're in the wrong hobby because we're doing fine scale stuff and we're happy if we get a thousand views on a video in a, in a couple weeks damn i look at some of these model train just talking about model trains they have hundred thousand yeah. views on these things i mean it's we're obviously we're in a different niche so i completely understand that yeah. but right right you see yep. that online and it's like there's no way sure. it's those numbers it's there <laughs> it's just not where people right. would think it used to be so We've talked about that a hundred times on the show. We're beating a dead horse when we say it's not dying, but it that's it goes back to this. Yeah. Yeah, and I get so inspired by seeing other modelers. No kidding. I'll even look at a post yeah. where someone is just starting out and they've laid they've got their bench work up and plywood and they're laying tracks. And I love seeing that. I really yeah. do. Yeah, um, I'm I'm inspired by so many different I'm, modelers. I'm also very inspired with the number of people who have been sharing posts with their kids and them building stuff. 
Yeah. That is like the yep. the the coolest thing. I love seeing that. I love it. Yeah. That we whether Man, you're I've been doing I've been doing that for a long time now. Well, it, I know. Yeah, but. I was I was just gonna say I like seeing I like seeing the grandpas out there. Yeah, the no, grandpas. No, I'm not talking about that. Right, I'm not even talking about my grandkids. Right. <laughs> well, I'm not even talking about my grandkids. I'm talking about my kid, man. We. Right. You know, I, I've been doing that for all this time. It's just uh, I, you know, except my kids now. My kids thirty. So. Well, yeah. no, but what I meant was you see posts of kids young age yeah, kids yeah. I, I know what you and, exactly. and their parents are now setting up a table to run trains and it's on some yep. plywood and they're starting to do a layout and it's like that's what it, that's what's cool about it I love it I love that that's so it cool is. and uh, yeah like my daughters love watching it they came down tonight before the right. podcast they were checking it out again um, <laughs> you know that's the best part so, so so not to change the subject let's change I, the I subject we're Okay, um, I want to know what's going on with you guys and your layout. Ah, okay. Well, tonight, I, tonight see, I was working. I want to see. I want to see more live videos of you guys working on the layout. Well, uh, we're gonna do that. That okay. is easy for me. It's tough for my dad. Because um, okay. I, I have to drive half He's an hour to get thirty past. miles away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can surely do that. Uh, I. We didn't do many live videos. Let's just do the status of our layout. We haven't done this in a while. Okay. Okay. So, um, I don't know if this is the correct way to do a layout. Um, I didn't read the layout for Dummies book. So, uh, <laughs> we we did our layout. We laid all the ground foam down. We've done all that. It's all been done. This past weekend or whenever, the other weekend, I finally... Connected all the track. All the track is done. You can run a train. The whole train goes around it. Goes around the whole way. Cool. All the track is Imagine done. Cool. We actually put a train on the track only, and ran it. It only takes us two years, but it runs the whole way around. It, it does <laughs> yeah. a little. We might not <laughs> run it again, but all the switches work. Everything's done. Done. Yeah. All right. But I I want to so, back up for a second because <laughs> you guys originally started another layout together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you tore it down. Yes. Tore, tore the old apart. Completely. And now because you, you two figured out sort of after you've learned everything, you figured out, oh, this is what we like to model. This is yeah. our yeah. style that we've developed. Right. And now you're starting this awesome layout. So, yeah. exactly. So, we started with um, we started with a pretty basic track plan it was an oval inside of an oval and it switched inside and outside oval that's it mm -hmm. um, and now we have two gigantic ovals or two gigantic circles big ones 16 feet long that are a basically a figure eight folded over on itself so it, but they okay. stay, but they hug the outside but they both hug the outside and there's a centerpiece also so it cuts it in half so you could technically run two loops at the same time it cuts it in Half, um, but it cuts it in half underneath, so it, under it goes city. underneath the foam and under the city. So this gives I'll, us. A I'll do. City. I'll do a basic drawing, like a on some graph paper, yeah. and show everyone how it works. Um, right. But it's a figure eight folded over on itself. That's also cut in half, so you could run. You could actually have three trains sitting on the layout at once, two running and one like staged, ready to roll. And we and okay. we need to make it conducive to 
what we love the most, like Jason was saying. Right. And that's what we did. It, it, we made it so we can build scenery and buildings and the make old, a the old, city. The old way was not yeah. not friendly to a large city scene. Look, and the new, word, the new way offers a lot of real estate for big, big building, big right. buildings. So Right. And we had trains, and we're not against trains. Okay, we have them on there. <laughs> no, they run they're, now. They, they run the whole way around. Okay, yeah, and they, they <laughs> sound great. Okay, but but for us, this is what we love to do, and this is what we want to feature. And yes, the trains are a part of it, but they're they're. they're you know what? Side, actually, I'm excited to do. Yes, is what I want to weather my train. Like that's the that's the thing I'm really excited about with the trains. Really, is weathering, weathering the, trains. the trains. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. But so well, is your layout DC or DCC? It is DCC. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, yes. DCC layout. I well, don't. The, uh, the cab. I think um, how much track did we say we had? I forget. There's, it's like a hundred and forty or sixty feet of track, um, or more. Might be more than that. It's it's pretty condensed. Um, it's <laughs> it's a two big ovals on a long layout. So it's, it's pretty long. And we run a power cab. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really guys, it, it's a giant diorama that you put a train around. Yeah. 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 That's exactly exactly. (laughs) We knew we needed a train on it and it, and and it cuts through the city. We have some turnouts that go into industrial areas, but for the most part, like you just said, it's a diorama that has a train that goes around the outside of it. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Now we kept when we That's tore the cool. old one apart. When we tore the old one apart, we tore apart everything, um, with the exception of the harbor, which we we kept intact. <laughs> and then and, we added uh, to it again. We added. To, we actually made the harbor huge. <laughs> so, um, but it's um, well long. We made it sixteen foot long across the whole front. <laughs> but it's um. Uh, you know, it, it's so you're right. This is something we had to. We're gonna have to start doing some videos. Well, and and, stuff, and I was getting, I was getting to that. Um, well, before we talked about the teardown, um, and the little history there of over the last three years now, we've gone through two iterations of a layout in such a short time. But like Jason said, we learned what we didn't want and we made it better. Um, right. But now. I'm comfortable with actually bringing you guys onto the layout because we're starting to do scenes on the layout. We're starting to build. Um, what what we're doing, Jason, is just like you'd build a diorama. We're picking little eight like eight inch or smaller sections where a building would go, and we're popping the building down because now that we have a huge collection of all these kick-ass buildings we've been making we're we're ready to put them on the layout because now the, uh-huh. the track's down we know exactly where the track's gonna go we don't need to fuss with that um now we can start building around everything yeah. so little, little sections six by, by eight eight by eight going into know, detail that out one at a time until going into live videos like you had said we are i'm definitely comfortable with all most of my live videos now um switching over to building a scene out during a live i think that would be fantastic um so cool we will definitely do that and i love i love the elevations how things are going uphill and the streets are going uphill. oh yeah there's a lot of that love it yeah um it all kind of focuses and funnels down into um like a center point like a focal point into the wharf kind of like annapolis in the town of annapolis does it kind of all kind of 
goes downhill to the wharf area, you know, or, cool. uh, and, and that's, that's, if you, I mean, if you've ever been in Annapolis, Maryland, um, and that's, that's kind of how that is. I mean, once you get to the, you know, once the old, the old town, the old city, and, uh, it's called the ancient city, but that's how it's built. And a lot of, it's Chesapeake Bay region, which is also something you don't see model a lot. You see the new England area and stuff, but we don't see the Chesapeake area and, you know, there's a few, it goes, there's a few. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah. But, um, but, cool. but yeah, so actually Jason, thanks for the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. I know I'm due for a live video and I probably, this week was crazy. I need to get one up this week. So maybe this weekend sometime mm-hmm. I will do a live and we'll do it from the layout. Maybe um, the two of us can awesome. do, do something together. On, on, well, I'm yeah. all for that anytime. So yeah. um, we will be doing more with the layout going forward. Um, right. I actually have a YouTube video sometime in the next day. It's going up. It's actually me working on the layout. So um, okay. we're doing more. It's just when it's just giant chunks of foam for a long time it's hard to like <laughs> hey guys sure. want to see what i want to see our layout it's like <laughs> all this green foam everywhere so it's not it's it's getting covered up we're slowly getting away from all the naked right. foam right. and uh it's not looking That's so cool. naked anymore yeah and now, now that you've um, finished wicked wanda's brett what are you going to build next well i have um we have two patrons that we had a couple of patrons that had um, structures that needed to be built uh, as part of their their level. So I need to, I'm working on that right now. There's no photos of that shared yet because it's kind of a private build. I'll I'll do it when it's over. Um, but okay. I'm doing that one. I'm wrapping that one up this week. The next one, I don't know. So we just got the kit from Mine Mount. We got our we got our kit from Mine Mount for okay. the new build he has there, the Pulsar's Plumbing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that on the shelf. I don't know, Jason. I got so many damn kits. Uh, <laughs> I think, like everybody. You know I what know. I think? You know what I think I'm going to do? It's been sitting here for a long time, and I got a long summer ahead of me. Dad, I think I'm going to open up the Builders in Scale. The Terminal. The terminal. Oh, we have the terminal too. Gee, well, hey, you know what? You know what, Jason? The terminal. The terminal is one that my dad and I are gonna do together. Together. Um, okay. That one. We're gonna have to pull. We can get, we can get cranking on it. We're gonna have we to get cranking. We're gonna have to pull like two marathon weekends and just yeah. pull all nighters and do it. Um, yeah. But for me. I think I'm going to do the builders and scale kit that I have, which is the, um, oh, damn it. Skip. It's I'm drawing a blank. Which one is that? The Sassin, Sassin vinegar works. Yeah. So it is a monster okay. kit. Um, it's got about 40,000 casting parts, white metal casting parts. <laughs> and, uh, it's uh, about an 80 pound box. In that tiny little wow, box, cool. it is. It's, it's cool. no, it's intimidating though, because yeah. when you open it, yeah. it is. It it well, it's just like the old F uh, Franklin. It's like the old um, FSM kits and uh, the fine scale yeah. miniatures, and it's just like them. The the builders and scale. It's all the old classic ones, but it's when you open it, yeah, it's, it's just got a good five pound box too. It's heavy, yeah. but yeah. I'll probably crack into that one. It's been sitting here for quite some time, and. There's a okay. little bit too much dust on it for my liking, so I'll bust into that one next. And That's cool. like you said, we will be doing a terminal this summer. Um, my dad and I yeah. will probably pull 
an all nighter and just work on it. My new thing right yeah. now is, is what's that, Jason? Is, sorry. Oh, I, I was going to ask Todd, but maybe oh. he's going into it. What go. he was going to build next? Ah, I am actually. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, right as the show started, I sent you both a text photo of a wall. Uh, um, and you guys could check it out now. I didn't want, get it. But this is kind of by you didn't. No. Did Jason, did Jason get one? Uh, uh, yeah, I did. I haven't checked it yet. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I, I, I kind of put you, you guys in a, in a group picture. Anyhow, um, I'll shoot it to Brett too. But it's um, it's a uh, it's something that I've been into lately with my buildings, and I've kind of shifted myself. Um, that that almost didn't sound right, but uh, <laughs> I kind of. <laughs> but I've kind of. Um, I kind of shifted away. That's like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna interrupt real quick, like I always do. That's like that. Have you guys seen that old? Is that JC Penney's or Sears commercial, where the guys, um, that they, they, it's free shipping on all the, all the stuff in the store, and they're like, I just shipped my whatever, and there's like at the old, oh, yeah, yeah. at the end, the the old lady goes. I just shipped my pants and it was shipped S H I P P E D. But it's like, a, I'm going to put the link in the show description. Everyone has to see that, but it's, so, it's, they're talking about shipping. Anyways, go ahead. So what I've been doing with lately with just about every build I've been doing the last couple is I've kind of changed my modeling likes of what I've been. I like to build the buildings. Okay. And I like to, you know, get creative with them and we all know that but lately i've been kind of like focusing on each wall individually until i deck it out almost like a military modeler does with his wall down to the little itty bitty nitty greedy details you know um you know the staining of walls and and the, the accumulated dirt and grime and, and things like that that go on them or how they're painted and the signs you know just just every you know square inch detailing and then focusing in on a camera and pulling it up and looking at it and and uh, look and trying to trying to um you know see where i may have missed a spot here or there then i'll go on to the next wall and the next one this is why it takes me you know two months to build a building <laughs> that's supposed to build that i could probably have done in like three three nights it yeah. takes me two months and, and I've been enjoying that because it, it allows Good. me to put massive detail on. It yeah. takes the build a lot slower. I sent you guys a, a, the wall for this ITLA kit. And uh, it's, a, it's a back wall, and it has, like, some big signs on it. And uh, it's stucco on brick, and that's what it was originally designed as, is laser cut as. But I added some extra stucco in spots and carved in some cracks in the wall um, and, you know, just kind of stained it up with some uh, Nashville-type stains and, and, you know, dripping, uh, streaking grime and things like that um, that you would find on walls. And I, I sent you guys each a photo on that just tonight to show you because uh, I was having fun with it. And, and I've been really into that. It's not even so much of the whole building. I want to get the building done, obviously. But... I just kind of want to focus on each wall and have each wall yeah. tell a story, you know? Yep. So did you guys get the pictures? I, no, I did not. 
I reset it to you, Brett. <laughs> oh, I'm getting it now. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. But um, got lost in the, somewhere. Yeah, that's in the that's abyss. what I that's what I've been into is is okay. Uh, yeah, I got it. Cool. Okay. And um, yeah. so that's kind of what I've been kind of into doing. And I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure my next build, by the way, will be. Uh, I already talked about this last week. Will be the FSM. Uh, my first FSM ever. Oh kit. man! So you're uh, going to be doing building supply. You're yep. doing an FSM kit, and I'm going to be doing a builders and yeah. scale. We're going to be we're going to get well, lost. Well, we're going to share man. all the stuff on building FSM kits. Um, you know, down to also what's you know how we're doing it. You know, so uh, we'll do that. And I've not done one before, so this is something I've always wanted to do, and I got all summer to do it. And I'm going to do it. Damn it! That's going to be cool. A good summer yeah. project. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Man. So, what do you got for yourself personally, Jason? Uh, well, I'm uh, this week. I'm going to finish up the uh, that waterfront structure that's on the pier, the cool. kit bash, you know, the Foss thing. Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, I just I don't know what's next. <laughs> I really don't. I have so many kits. My collection just keeps growing and growing. So. I have plenty to choose from. Um, I just don't have a definite plan yet. I do, you know, I did buy that plastic kit that is a wood structure. Mm -hmm. And I might just do that next and do a video on how to make plastic look like wood. Yeah, um, yeah do uh, it. So many people that's, have asked me that. So Yep. We've had a lot of our people ask when that's going to happen. So now we can have you do it so i don't have to touch plastic okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding you but um, my dad uh my dad will shrivel yeah, yeah. my dad shrivels up do that? go see jason's video because i don't want to do that <laughs> my dad shrivels his hands shrivel up when he touches plastic yeah. apparently yeah. <laughs> oh no, no not that not that but there's but, so many what? really oh. <laughs> inexpensive plastic kits there are um, that really there's a lot of detail. So if you just take your time and try to, uh, come up with some new techniques to, to paint it so that it looks like a wood kit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's good ones out there and I'm not trying to knock plastic. It's just uh, what our yeah, show we all is know about. you better. Well, our show is about craftsman, <laughs> fine detailing, craftsman kits and, and stuff and, and scenery. Oh, we and, know, uh, we know. That's we what know. we're about. And, and, and I'm going to make pretenses to it. So, But um, anyhow, um, so what music ha have you been listening to while you work, Jason? Wait, what has been oh, your in thing? Okay, so uh, there is a local band called Trash Cat. And that is what I have been listening to lately while <laughs> I work. <laughs> it's great. Oh, yeah. A female singer... Uh, it's a three-piece band, and I really like it. Cool. So, is, uh, is there music available, Trash Cat music available on uh, on uh, network It streaming? looks like they're on Google Play. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I'll have yeah. to listen to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I'll definitely have to yeah. listen. A three-piece band, kind of like George Thurgood and the Destroyers, that kind of thing? Uh, <laughs> they're, they're not like them, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a three-piece band, and uh, they're just really fun. It's it's okay. just a really fun 
Cool. Fun group, and they're extremely talented. Very cool. So, yeah. yeah. Brett, what do you? I'm all to? over the place. Sorry, oh, I, I, no, that's all right. I listen to such a wide variety of music mm-hmm. all the time. Um, I'd rather listen to music than watch TV. So okay, <laughs> I'm the same yeah. way. Yeah. I, or listen to podcasts, not not just ours. I mean, other podcasts out. There. I don't even really like yeah. listening to ours. No, I, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I, I don't. I, I listen to I listen to it twice, so uh, you know that's enough for me. I those, check it out those, just so I can find if there's an issue we have to fix. But <laughs> those two guys are crazy. I'll tell you. I know, <laughs> right? I, I, they're they're unbearable. The, those they're HSL all customs guys, bastards. But um, okay, but um, <laughs> the you know, I, I I do love listening to. The, other people's podcasts and uh it's great because also it gives us ideas on our own and it helps uh, i think it helps us with flowing our podcast flowing there's less yeah uh, i used to when we first started this man i i still stutter around and stumble around you still sometimes. stutter quite a bit you just did about for 30 seconds straight yeah, okay well yeah i do but i don't do it like i did you know well that's why we love you and what's funny is i don't do yeah. that like in real life you know that's not something i do I usually talk very it's, flowing. It's still, it, like like my dad was just saying, Jason. It's still, um, it's still way better than our first couple episodes. So, oh my goodness, yeah, and we've come quite a bit from the first ones. So, um, kind of music, Brad. I I've been listening. Um, again, it's weird. I'm just listening to weird stuff all the time. Uh, all right. I started listening to uh, the new album from a rapper called Denzel Curry. I don't suggest it if you don't like rap at all. <laughs> but Denzel Curry's okay. new album, listening yeah, to that. I don't listen to that too much. And then uh, I've also been listening the last day to uh, down here to the Beastie Boys. Uh, yeah, I was listening to. Cool. The, I love listening to that. I had three albums on. I had License to Ill, and I played. Uh, License to Ill, and I followed it up with Hello Nasty, and then the the Five Burrows album, all in a row down here the other uh, night. Five Burrows is my favorite, and uh, I think I like Hello Nasty the best. Yeah, I don't know. So you like the Beastie Boys, Jason? Yeah, I do. I love them. They're so funky, yep. and and they even have a wide variety of music. If you listen to all their albums, they came from like punk to kind of some they do some like weird jazzy their own jazz style to that dj scratch kind of mc rap and they do right. they do a whole bunch of crazy different stuff cool but uh so if you had to pick a favorite type of music what would it be oh boy that's tough <sighs> um for me man <laughs> I, I don't know I like it all it depends <laughs> on my mood right now I think recently my favorite type of music is probably uh, I've been listening to a lot of rap lately okay so I'm not proud of it I guess but. if I had if I had to pick one it would be the blues okay yeah yeah I like yeah. blues see that's the thing yeah. I like everything like I, tonight, I jump around tonight was five yep. finger death punch Okay, <laughs> uh, blue on black. I love that blue on black song. And um, and then Rage Against the Machine. I was listening to Rage Against the Machine, and awesome. I'm 54 years old, you know, and I'm I'm listening to Rage Against the Machine. But whatever. And oh, um, <laughs> the other thing I was listening cool. to, 
I was going back through this last weekend uh, after the podcast published. I was down here working and I was listening to um, uh, on Google Play. It's called Y'all Ready for This? Oh, dang it. I just turned my Google on. Anyways, it's called um, Y'all Ready for This? And it's all of the uh, old Jock Jams CDs oh my from God. the 90s. Like all, <laughs> all of that like old Technotronic weird uh stadium pump up songs for like i had it on for like four wow. hours down here so i listened oh to that God, that's, that's funny stuff. and before i was in this rap mode jason i was listening to a whole bunch of um uh like really uh, kind of like mellow jazz type music uh like modern jazz po- radio station just I don't know. One evening, I was really into jazz music. I just started playing a bunch of jazz down here. So I just bounce around all over. It's tough for me to say I like one. Yeah, sure. No, I, I get it. I'm a huge uh, animation fan. Mm-hmm. I love animated movies. And like, I'll watch a Disney film, and then what I'll do is I'll go out and buy the soundtrack when I'm working, and then I can picture it in my head, sort of what huh. the scenes were, you know, while I'm listening to <laughs> it. So. I have that same problem, but um, I don't need to buy the album because my daughter watches the same Disney movie forty <laughs> times in a night. So the, the the soundtrack's just there in my head. So as I'm driving, no, I was, that's cool. So I was listening to that hard stuff that I told you about, right? And then the other night when I was in here, I was listening to club mix music, like the like the techno <laughs> yeah. techno club mix music, except wow. except the, on the you know on the scale of like. Um, R- Red Fro, you know that kind of thing. Red Fro, what yeah. is his name? Yeah, yeah. So that kind of thing, uh, LMFAO, that kind of thing, and um, and that's weird. And then, and then like, tomorrow I'll probably listen to Sinatra. It's it's, it's, it's weird, right? Um, we're, we're all over the place. But, so, yeah, no, that's it's good awesome. though. It, yeah, I think I it, think. I think a lot of creative people are that way. Yeah, and it's how I am at work too. I mean, um, and you you you're a professional artist so it's you probably do that quite a bit listening to music while you work but um for me doing a lot of uh coding and programming of things i need to have music to get my mind like into a a mindset where i can just stare at a screen for four or five hours and write a whole whole a whole bunch of code out like a whole program and uh you know it it helps me and it help i think that just like you said jason it plays to an artistic mind to be well like well a, a wide variety and taste of music is uh, something that plays with the artistic mind very well yeah so that's all i got guys that's it me for me too i think we're gonna call it a wrap <laughs> this was a, this one was all over the place Man, tonight that was a great show yeah so yeah. awesome i i loved it um well well, we yeah, always we love having you on, and we will definitely we're, we're have you. I appreciate it. We will. We're gonna have you on again here, probably. You know, not too long from now, Jason. And uh, as always, there's an unlimited. I feel like an unlimited range of topics that we can talk about with you. So, uh, thank right. you for coming on. Oh yeah, definitely. And we'll, we'll see you, you soon. We're not gonna get into details yeah. of why we're gonna see yeah. you soon, but we're <laughs> in a couple of weeks. We're gonna be actually all together. And if be you know, you know. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't wait uh, for it'll that. It'll be awesome. Yeah, it'll be a great yeah. time. I'm really looking forward to that. I thank you for being on tonight. I know it's always it's always a fun and favorite time to have uh, Jason on with us. And so thank you Definitely. for being here tonight. Yeah. 
So my pleasure, my pleasure. Awesome. Yep. Well, as well, always, you guys, everyone listening, make sure you head on over to Jason Jensen's trains uh, on his Facebook, his YouTube channel. He's got just like we do. You crank out an awesome amount of content, and it's all great. So um, if you aren't Thank already, you. thanks. If you guys aren't already following, get on over there and follow Jason. Yep. So Definitely. cool. Well, I think that's a wrap, guys. We are going to call this one a night. Peace out. Time for a snack. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Jason. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.